If there is one area of planning your outdoor adventure that is the most daunting or one step in getting closer to your outdoor experience that will make you give up on your goal and abandon your outdoor adventure, it is for sure when you start to understand the commitments that you need to make to go on your adventure. And that's when it feels like the reality is looking you in the face. But it doesn't have to be that scary. It doesn't have to be that big a deal. It can actually be pretty freeing because this is the opportunity for you to understand if you've gone overboard, right? To hold yourself accountable. You've got your goal and you set that out because you've got an experience that you want to share and have... And this is your opportunity to make sure that you hold true to that goal and make it happen. Welcome to another edition of Expedition Unlikely. My name is Joshua Rohde, and this is where we are going to talk about how to have that outdoor adventure and that family experience, because you can always research the equipment, but it's very difficult to understand what's going to happen when you actually get outside doing the things that you want to do. And today's episode, it's all about understanding your commitments. In the last one, we talked about setting a goal and what is a good goal. And now we're going to figure out how we stay committed to it. Now, compared to identifying some of these commitments, setting a goal can actually feel pretty easy because setting a goal in some ways feels like I just say the words and that's what I'm going to do. That's where I'm going to go, where I'm going to be, that's what I'm going to do. Now, we did talk about making sure that your goal is an actual goal and not just filling in a void or a blank, right? We, we don't want to just say we're going to go to. We want to make sure that we have a purpose in there, in our goal, right? But at that point, it is just sort of words. It's sort of like that New Year's resolution that we're going to say, and we may or may not keep. And when you start talking about your commitments, that's when you realize you might be in for it, right? That's where that, that little bit of fear comes in. Now, if you've set your goal the right way and you stay true to it, you keep revisiting that goal, it's really going to help you stay away from overdoing it, of overcommitting. Because a lot of times we overcommit just for the sake of overcommitting and we don't have to. That's why we set the goal, because the goal is going to keep us from overcommitting. Now, commitments, when it comes to outdoor adventures, really come in four different flavors. Those flavors, or those categories, if you will, are time, money, skill, and safety. Pretty basic. Sounds right. Um, sounds like I can break that down, but let's dig just a little bit deeper on those. So we have a time commitment. And I think when we think about time commitments, we think about 
the exact time we're going to set aside to do that activity. And when we start to get into it, we haven't anticipated all of the other things that surround that activity that make it possible. And that's that commitment of time that we need to understand so that we're not overcommitting ourselves. An example of this is um, there are actually a lot of adventures, a lot of outdoor activities that will require significant amounts of time that you commit to it. But it doesn't always have to be like that. Again, if we're using our goal, we can bounce our way off of that and say, are we holding true to it? So if we were planning on going camping for a weekend with our family, maybe this is our first outdoor camping adventure and we're going to go on this adventure, we have to understand that before we go camping, we have to collect all of our gear. We have to make sure that we've got all of our food. We have to put everything in the car. We have to reserve the campsite. So there's this time ahead of that. And oftentimes, this is the one that I forget every time, is when I go camping, there is more that needs to be done afterwards. When you get home, if you're camping in a tent, that tent will not dry itself when it's all packed in the bag and stuffed back into a backpack someplace. You're going to have to take that tent out. You're going to have to hang it up. You're going to have to wash all of your dishes. You're going to have to wash all of your clothes. After the tent is dry, you're going to have to pack it up. You're going to have to wash the sleeping bag. You're going to have to pack that up. You're going to have to put that in the bin in the basement that you've got it stored in. And that takes some additional time. And if we're not aware of that, we're uh, we're about to overcommit ourselves. And we want to make sure that we're talking through all of the time that it's going to take to make our adventure happen. The next one is money. Now, money is a big one, especially when it comes to outdoor adventures. Money is one that can get gobbled up in a hurry. Remember, we talked earlier about how the outdoor space is, uh, it's really this machine. It is um, capitalism at its best right? Because there is always new gear coming out. There's always something new to support a better adventure. And so you can spend a lot of money in a hurry on any outdoor activity, any outdoor activity, really anywhere you go, money is easy to spend. And this is one that I struggled with for a long time. Uh, I, I was raising my kids on a very fixed income, living paycheck to paycheck. And anytime we wanted to do something outside, it was going to cost some amount of money that I I needed to figure out a way around that. So this is a big one, and I understand it. So a really good example uh, of this, I think, is going for a bike ride. Going for a bike ride sounds really simple. If you know how to ride a bike, it's a great time to be outside. You go around the block. You go for a mile, you go for five miles, and you are out riding your bike. The bike ride itself is free. But the bike, if you're going to get a quality bike that fits you, is not free. 
And I highly recommend that you get the best bike that you can afford. And so you really, that that's one that you start to look at the price of a bike and a bike ride is no longer an inexpensive outdoor adventure and it can be terrifying. So money is a really big commitment that we need to understand and put a, put a budget to it if this is one that's going to be a concern. Put a, put a price tag to it, go through start to finish and understand what your investment is on this outdoor uh, experience that you're about to have. The next one is skill. Sometimes it can be hard to understand what skills you're even going to need. Sometimes it's pretty easy, right? If I'm going to go rock climbing, I need to know how to climb rocks, right? And 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 that's one that um, as soon as I start to uh, even ask questions, I understand the depth of knowledge and skill that I will need to be successful at this. But a really good example of one that might sneak up on you is you might not think or even, you wouldn't even recognize that you're going to need to know how to flip a canoe back over after it's capsized until you need to know how to flip a canoe back over because it's capsized. That's one that that you don't even know you need to know until you get out there. And now all of a sudden, here you are, and this is something, this is a skill that you have to have if you're going to get yourself back up. So skill can be one that can be really sneaky and elusive for us. The last one is safety. Safety commitments really are the big one. Okay, this is one that you really have to understand what safety concern it is that you have, and you have to be sure to address it on some level. Now, these safety concerns can range from just having enough food, um, which if you're going on a, a longer trip, you got to make sure that you have uh, enough food with you or access to food. Uh, some outdoor activities, such as rock climbing, are inherently dangerous. They actually say that. This is inherently dangerous. Um, that's one where the safety is is a little bit more outlined, but it, it it's there. Uh, we could have an interaction with an animal that we don't expect. Uh, if we're outside, animals live outside, and we have to be able to understand that. It could be as simple as getting lost, which is a very simple thing to do to get lost and uh, it's very easy to put yourself in a situation where you can get lost and these are are things that are real and they're out there safety is one that that you just have to really be aware of and understand now we've got four commitments that we've outlined time money skill and safety And it sounds like we have to go through a checklist with each one of those, identify where the opportunity, where the problem is, where we're going to have a struggle. And now we're going to have this whole list of challenges, right? This is is the exact spot where it gets daunting, where you're going to cash it in. You're going to say, I just went through all of my commitments. I've got this list and that's it. I can't overcome all of these. 
The beautiful part is if you understand these commitments in these four categories of time, money, skill, and safety, you can actually use these four categories against each other, right? So you might have uh, a commitment that is going to be challenging for you to overcome so you can actually use one of the other commitments that maybe you have more flexibility with to overcome it. So maybe you have... Uh, additional time, but the money is going to be a constraint for you, right? So you can commit more time so that you can commit less money. Or maybe you have more time, but you don't have the skill. So you can commit more time to gaining that skill, right? We can use these and leverage them back and forth to offset where we have our biggest hurdle. You might have the money, but you might have questions about safety and that money will help you uh, figure out some solutions to that safety. Or maybe you have the skill and you won't have to worry so much about the safety, right? So we can continue to use these against each other to resolve any of these, these hurdles or challenges that we're up against. And again, we want to use our goal as a guiding light for these lists, for our understanding of these commitments. Stay true to your goal. Your goal is going to help you identify which commitments are really necessary and which ones you can find a way around. So let's go back to our examples, right? So for, for the time example, I used camping for the weekend, right? We're going to go out camping for the weekend And that's going to mean that I have to prepare all of the gear and I have to get it all ready and then I have to pack the food. And then when I get done, I have to unpack all the gear. I have to clean the gear. Then I have to repack the gear. Well, maybe instead of spending that time with all of that gear, maybe you have uh, a little bit more flexibility and you could just rent an RV, right? You don't need that tent when you have an RV. You can have the RV, you rent it, the gear takes care of itself. Now, how about that commitment about the money, right? I said a bike ride is free, but the bike is not. Let's talk through that for a minute. Now, if I understand what skills I have on a bike or what skills I'm going to use on a bike, that is definitely going to help me decide what kind of bike to buy, right? So I'm now using my skill set to overcome potentially a purchase that is that is over my commitment level, over what I think is comfortable for me to spend on a bike. Uh, there is a huge disparity between a bike that I'm simply riding around the block versus a bike that I'm going to uh, take mountain biking uh, through the mountains in the Rockies. Those are two very different bikes at two very different price points. So understanding what skills I have and what skills I'm going to use is really going to change what bike I buy. Now the skill commitment. You might think you need to know how to flip a canoe back over, you might not know how to do it, 
right? Or you might not even know that you have to know how to do it, right? That's what we talked about originally. You don't know that you need to know how to do it until you need to know how to do it. Well, if you're going to take a trip on a canoe, maybe you should book a class or you can work with an outfitter. Outfitters will rent you the canoe. They will teach you uh, some of the safety behind using a canoe, what to look for, where to go. They'll help you with maps and routes. And so your skill level is reduced because you have somebody who is helping walk you through it. And all of a sudden, that level of skill is overcome because I supplemented it with a little bit of money and a little bit of time. And now my skill has been, my, my obstacle with my skill level has been overcome. Now, if safety is a concern, this is the one that we can't bypass. We have got to figure out which part of your adventure feels unsafe to you or may be unsafe and then make the adjustments. And it may take all three of the other commitments to overcome safety ones. So a couple of examples of things that might be unsafe would be uh, just the location. Maybe you're going to a remote location and um, that feels unsafe to you. You for sure want to check back in with your goal and see if if this commitment is really the commitment you need to make, if this is the location you need to go. But if you're going to go to this remote location, make sure that you you utilize some extra time, some extra money, and some extra skill to be sure that you're being safe, right? Do you really need to go to that level? And if you do, double down on those other commitments, The biggest problem with staying safe on our outdoor adventures is our unchecked ambition. It's really easy to have big goals and ideas of big adventures. Those big goals and big adventures can come with big safety risks. So be sure that you're balancing safety against all of your other commitments. We want to make sure that that's what we're doing because all of those other commitments are going to be ones that that if you don't pay attention to could ruin your outdoor experience. But this is the one that could actually do you harm. This is the commitment that could actually be a problem for you and your family uh, in a very serious way. So safety is a big one to really evaluate it. And ask a lot of questions. When it comes to safety, you can't ask enough questions. And that's one of the things with the outdoor experience and the outdoor world that I think we we glaze over really quickly is it's super easy to ask questions and have somebody give you an answer. It's very intimidating, right? You ask the question, you feel like all of a sudden I shouldn't be here because I don't know the answer to this, or I'm asking the question wrong, or I don't even know what question to ask. But this safety commitment is the one that I think shines a glaring light on that, that you have to be able to ask questions and feel comfortable with it. So those are the four commitment categories that now we want to take our goal and we want to look at our goal and we want to start to formulate what kind of commitment will I need to make to achieve my goal? How much time am I going to have to commit to achieving this goal so that I have a really fantastic experience with my family? How much money will it take 
And if it's more money than what I think I can afford, can I use a little bit more time to get there? Or can I now rely on commitment number three of of skill? Can I rely on having more skill to overcome the amount of money that I might have to spend? And then always take time to evaluate the safety. Ask questions, look around, and reflect on your goal to understand, do I need to change my my plan based off of the safety commitment and my goal? So now we're starting to put these pieces together, right? We're halfway through the four pieces of planning your adventure, right? And those pieces are setting a goal, understanding your commitments, having a plan B, which is going to be next, and then packing light, which is going to be our last step here. So we're going to put all of these together. And then after that, you and I, we're going to plan some adventures together. We're going to spend some time walking through this process and put an adventure together, and we're going to go out and we're going to have a great time together. So again, goals, commitments, plan B, and then packing light. My name is Joshua Rohde. This is Expedition Unlikely. Thank you again for joining me as always. Next time we will be back and I will share a story about commitments that I have made or not made in my outdoor adventures that may help you and your family have a better experience. As always, you can reach out to us at expeditionunlikely at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on your favorite podcast platform. It helps and we appreciate it. As always, the music is written, performed, and produced by Luke Rohde. And we will see you again next time. <laughs>